Hello good people and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is episode 3 of season 9. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, yes. I, I'm staring at Jeff and yep. Jeff is sort of nodding approvingly. Which, yeah, no, that's right. It's, it's, it's 8 times 12 plus 4 minus 1. Uh, that's, that's, look, so look, that would be 3. Yeah. Look, yep. I can't. I can't Correct. count beyond um, seven. So when you said eight, it was just it was gone to me. <laughs> yeah, you've lost me. Yeah. So I am Chris Shorten. With me is Ben Wilson. Hello. Uh, with me is Carl Campbell. Back again. And making his triumphant return is Jeff Chi. Afternoon. That, yeah. that you you may have seen him from some Instagram post as all the ones from overseas. Oh, no, all the one. The one no. that Paul's now overseas, so he's uh, he's been quite prolific as yeah. well. He's just yeah. rubbing it all in our faces that he's, you know, I think he's currently at Russian River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I saw that photo. That bastard. Yeah. yeah. Riding bikes and drinking beer. He's such a dick. It, so, as, as you'd guess, obviously, Paul is abroad. Uh, before we get too far into this, right now we are at Himmelhund Brewery, which is uh, a very small brewery in... Uh, Brunswick, actually. Yep. Brunswick East? West. Brunswick West? No, West. I think it is. We'd be on the border. Yeah. Yeah, it's a the good train. question. I think, I think, it is, I think this is Brunswick. So I think between Ligon Street and something like somewhere towards mm. like Melville Road or Grantham or something is yeah. Brunswick. And then beyond that's Brunswick West or something. So no, I think Brunswick West is before <laughs> Melville. But yeah, let's not get into that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're somewhere, somewhere in that sort of the general sort of, you know... That's for all you geography buffs. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's um, right. Because all, all the cartographers out there will, you know, write in to complain. It happens really often. Google says Brunswick, so we'll go with that. <laughs> Done deal. Well, Google would never lie. So we're at Himmelhund, and we've been wanting to come here for ages. We just had an afternoon of uh, doing trivia, so we've had a... Uh, also in Brunswick. So we've had a really Brunswick-like day, which kind of makes sense given we are the Brunswick Beer Collective does make a lot of sense, right. yeah. Uh, so Jeff just flew in from uh, wherever the hell you were? I was in London, and then for about 10 hours I was in Hong Kong. Now I'm, now I'm here. That, um, which I assume would involve a certain level of drinking. There was a certain level of drinking involved in, uh, in that, that, that transit, yeah. It would be silly not to, basically. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're not some sort of fool. Yeah, that's right. Well, I am, but not, not in that way. That's not the way in which I'm a fool. Monster, but not a fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, of course, I just got back from Brisbane. Um, I was in Brisbane for, of all things, the Editors' Conference, uh, which is, uh, if you're an editor, it's quite interesting. If you're, any, if you're anyone else, you probably would have fallen asleep. Uh, it's, it's just how it works. Excellent. Um, so I took Carl's advice from, uh, about where to go in Brisbane, then promptly forgot it because I didn't have time. Yes, well, there was quite, quite a few things suggested. And I, because I, uh, I was staying in the, I was in the uh, south of Brisbane, pretty much, I had, um, it, it's amazing when you get to that point where uh, you're like, righty, I need to find the nearest craft beer bar, and I pulled out uh, Untapped for a start, and it went, went, went for the nearby function, and the first thing, it, w- it said like a couple, couple of places, and I thought, there's got to be more than this. So, that, so but then I realised that it was only showing me the, like, the verified ones. So then I went on to Now Tapped, and went nearby venues, and then there were all the rest of them, right, unofficial and otherwise. And so uh, I, I, went, I went to a couple of places, and it was, it was quite interesting in that I went to one in particular, and I went up to them, and I, uh, I, I, was, looking at, I was looking at the board of beers, and I'm like, 
okay. Um, and the guy, guy immediately comes up and he goes, oh, well, what, 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 what would you like? Would you like something? And I said, look, I'm just looking for something I haven't had before. And he goes, well, well, how about how about this? It's it's from Holgate. It's called the Hot Tart. <laughs> And and I and I sort of I sort of looked at him, and it's one of those things where the I didn't realise I'd become that craft beer snob until that I uh, until I had to um, like temper my response of like which was pretty much going to be I had that years ago. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be a dick about it, but you're like uh, I'm I'm from Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> like you wouldn't know about know that, and you no. have literally no reason to know that. But yeah. No, it was it was such an odd thing because you sort of uh, you didn't. I ended up having an Ekim, I think, which was it's New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. Because that was I think there was one other beer on that list that I hadn't had before, but I only had time for one, and that looked the most interesting. But the rest of it's like uh, it was just Melbourne beers, hmm. Melbourne or like New South Wales beers that I'd had before. And then I went to another place, and it was a very similar deal where I just sort of. Uh, there were a few a, a few Newstead ones. Um, there was like a, there was a Fortitude. Um, uh, there was a noisy, noisy minor one, but it had grapefruit, right, yeah. so I couldn't really have that. Mm-hmm. But I was looking everywhere. <laughs> I was looking everywhere for an Akbar, and I couldn't find that. Um, and I think I what was it one from Ballbreaker or something like that. Ballistic. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, that Ballbreaker sounds more fun. Or <laughs> <laughs> less fun. Yeah, yeah. Classic Ballbreaker. Yeah. Classic Ballbreaker. <laughs> And that was it was all right. It was like the grandfather ale or something like that. But it was just this odd thing where I don't know where you go to find actual Brisbane beers. It makes you, you sort of feel ripped off. You're like, I go out there, gonna get some Bacchus mm. or something, you know, something that you don't see as mm. much down here. And then you see beers from your local state, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. I think you're ripped off. Like, you don't want to be able to. Yeah, I think you just got to kind of go to the breweries, right? So, like, yeah. you know, Newstead have got. They've got a set up, Fortitude mm, have got a set mm. up, Green Beacon have got yeah. a set up. Yeah, well, Newstead have two. Yeah, oh, they've yeah, they got, got one in Milton one in and, one... and one in Milton. Okay. But as it turns out, I didn't have time to go to any of them. Um, although we did, it was the awkward thing where uh, we finished our con- uh, finished our um, like day one of the conference and my team decided to go to uh, like the next stop. But next door was a one of the James Squires ones. It was like the Charming Squire. Ah, uh, yeah. And it was it was kind of nice. It felt like it felt like revisiting an old friend, um, yeah. go, going back in there. But I did uh, did walk in there. And it's like, right, um, I, I've had all of these beers before at some point. Um, it's like an old friend who like you've kind of grown apart over time. <laughs> exactly. And when you meet them again, you realise why. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I still have like uh, loads of old glasses from uh, James Squires, just that happened to be um, uh, that I'd collected. Pre- collected. Yeah. yeah, and then you do that. <laughs> it's that friend that you, you at the end you go, oh, we should catch up, mm. knowing that you're never going to make an effort to catch up with that person. Yeah, that's it, right. It's like that scene in Human Traffic where they say it's like, oh, really good to see you, and blah blah. Then they do the bits like how this conversation should have actually gone if we're being truthful to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what it was like. So I managed to cram in a craft beer place before going there and a craft beer place going after there. Um, while the rest of my colleagues I went home I, f- I felt like I did my service I still want to know why I can't buy hell I even went to the bottle shops and the bottle shops had I couldn't I couldn't find a Bacchus anywhere I couldn't find uh, well, I wanted Noisy Miner obviously and I couldn't find that it was just yeah it's kind of crazy yeah like, well while you were up there Carwin <clears throat> had a brouhaha takeover mm, mm. like 
couldn't see find Bruhaha on tap up there. Although I did see it once, but it was a collab they did with Three Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. It's so strange. But so that was my adventure in Brisbane, which was look. I mean, Brisbane was fine. I walked pretty much up one street and then walked back up the other street and made a crumbling <laughs> apartment. But other than that, it was fun. But Jeff, you just returned. I did. So where did I go when I was... I was Obviously, I was on my, my month-on, month-off mm. in, um, in the UK. But, yeah, so I had a weekend in Bruges, which is, uh, which is a very big, very big beer city. Lots of... Um, yeah, I think they have, they've got a bar there, which I think had the... At one point, the world record for a number of beers on site or something, I think. The, the Delirium Tremens bar, so, you know, the, the classic Belgian beer. I so don't know it at all, but I'll believe that it exists. Yeah, it's had like 2,000 beers on site, I think. So it was a record in 2009. It's probably been overtaken by some place in America, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a place in America that's got more than 2,000 beers available. Well, you can almost so. guarantee that there'll be somewhere yeah, in America that has right. over 2,000 beers. There'll be a beers. place that's got 2,000 taps by now, already. Yeah, yeah. Although they'll only have like one keg on all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. But the, so, the delirium thing, like it's so many beers that you can literally buy the beer list as a souvenir. Mm. Right, that's cool. Whoa, really? Yeah. Sorry, we have just been joined by Annabelle, who is... Annabelle, what are you here? Um, I'm the co-owner and brewer of Himmelhund. Which is brewery. awesome. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and obviously we, you know, um, we spend, you know, we spend all of our time drinking in this, this area. Except Jeff, who spends half of his time in the UK drinking. Um, oh, it's a tough life. It's, it's a very difficult <laughs> life, yeah, it. exactly. It's exactly right. <laughs> but uh, but we, this is like the first time we we're w- walking up here and we're like, I've never drank a Himmelhund beer before. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> I know, I know. But, so, you're obviously the co-owner. Mm-hmm. What was uh, what was the motivation? Why was the... Um... Um, so, I um, was always interested in beer. Um, I went to Germany at 16, and um, you're allowed to drink beer at 16 there, and drank a lot of wheat beer in Bavaria on exchange. Um, so, that's why... Um, my beers are mostly European stuff and that in, that beginning influence and going mm, back there mm. many times to work and study and I was basically working as a chemical engineer and home brewing the cliche story isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, when I was working as a process engineer in South Australia I um, met Henry my partner mm. and he actually didn't even drink beer he's South African was sort of drinking a bit of cider <laughs> not very good beer over there apparently um, and so he, he was doing a bit of amateur winemaking so we had time on our hands in the outback and a big shed so we started I started home brewing again and he got interested and was like oh I actually like your beers and then we just kind of decided maybe we could do this as a business and I went and studied brewing and worked got a job at a brewery and D- did you do the study brewing in Ballarat thing that's or? right yeah yeah so I could work and study mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. But, well, as someone, I, I grew up in Ballarat, and ah. the and the one thing that always like uh, it's like our one one cool claim to fame. It's like <laughs> yeah, we have a brewing course. So you got Sovereign Hill. <laughs> yeah, got Sovereign <laughs> Hill. Been there for a while, but <laughs> look, that, there's no there is no limit to the amount of times that I've um, went to Sovereign Hill. Like, uh, <laughs> it, 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 if I had to count them, I would run out of numbers. It's like the yearly school trip, isn't it? Exactly. (laughs) And especially if you go to like a bad public school. Then it's like, this is the only place you can go. It's like the box factory in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Good one. Yeah. 
but and okay so all of this is because we were trying to work out because at the moment we're drinking um like we have around the table like a, a few beers that we stole from you and um <laughs> I, what is it this is the v- vienna lager right so this yeah the vienna yeah. lager and that's yeah. that's the with beer mm. that you're and holding I've got the Belgian yeah. pale. but we didn't know what makes a vienna lager um so it's obviously got a lot of Vienna malt in it, but from what I've read and researched, it actually was a beer style made in Austria in the Vienna region, and it's not really made there anymore. It's really popular in Mexico, so like Dos Equis would be a really? pop, a popular style, a, a, famous, a more yeah. famous Vienna lager, and it's um, all the people migrating over to South America, um, Mexico, and, and started brewing it there. So goes well with Mexican food I always like to say <laughs> I, it's it's such a bizarre thing isn't it yeah you, you you wonder how that connection sort of built where suddenly it's like oh yeah no the Vienna Lager no no we have that in Mexico no. but yeah. weird and I mean it's got a bit of a like both these beers have got a bit of a twist them and they're not like sort of the classic sort of Vienna Lager or with beer styles what have you done yeah, in, order exactly. in terms of this yeah the differences um, so with the Vienna, um, just putting a little bit more, um, some really specialty kind of red malts. Um, you almost get a kind of a slight perceived sourness mm. from that yeah. malt, that sort of melanoid mm. malt. And um, the wit beer, so we've been playing around with the recipe just for our bar, just for fun. And um, last batch we made sort of extra spicy. So I put coriander in and orange zest, but I use sweet orange peel because I don't I try and use local ingredients rather than importing the bitter orange peel um, and this one's just a little bit smoky we had some smoke malt lying around we're like let's just chuck something yeah. in the bar and yeah. see what people think uh, yeah. I, I just love the concept of pretty much oh, no I just had some smoke there's, there's some smoke <laughs> malt lying around but I mean it's got to be it's got to be like a freeing thing I mean have you just sort of like you said all right Let's just try this now. Yeah, well, well, I'm very... It's it's good fun, and Henry and I make a good team for that mm. reason because I'm very much the sort of person who goes, I'm going to make a beer, I'm just going to chuck mm. stuff in and then, like, on the fly kind of go, yep, let's just <laughs> add dilutes it a bit, you know, in the boil and add some of this, and, oh, that'll go well. Um, and if he brew something he's very much like write everything down make an mm. excel chart about it as you go <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good combination because mm. i would make if i make a homebrew or a specialty keg for the bar i'll just chuck whatever in and yeah. go, this is fun and then i'll go oh that was a great beer i have no idea what <laughs> yeah. and he's like you have to measure everything and write it down and i mean i should know that as an mm. ex-engineer but, um, <laughs> well and, and that was that was something yeah. that when we did a collaboration deal with seven cent last year and that was, um, it was like a, uh, not so junior mint, it was a chalk mint porter. And it was, tasted beautiful. But that was the one thing you learned really quickly because you saw Bowser and he was like, righty, uh, like noting down like exact um, measurements, like this much, this much, okay, we've added this this much essence or this much peppermint. Yeah. And you never really think that that's how it all works because then you have to work out how to scale the whole thing. And yeah. there's so much science that we don't really think about. Exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, you're forced to. Art and it's your science, job. yeah. Yeah, I feel that, that the sort of new wave of brewers coming through, like a lot of the people that I know that are brewing have PhDs from other things or they've come from, you know, yeah, engineering or science bases and kind of fallen into brewing because they love it and, yeah, taken on that scientific as- aspect to how they're making their beers. And, 
yeah, it being almost a, a passion thing for them rather than, you know, here was the science and I've got to, you know, do my hypothesis mm. in here. It's like, now I get to make beer. And <laughs> mm, a bit more um, creative than mm. making iron pellets. or. And, of course, you get to get drunk at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I don't know, do you end up being like a big drinker or do you, because you do it all day, do you not? Um, I, 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 in moderation, sometimes you just come home and I, this is, I should probably not say this on... Uh, in public or whatever, um, but sometimes you just want like a wine or a whiskey. And yeah. you, you know, I went to yeah, an enough. event for yeah. the council here, and um, I was drinking wine, and the guy who has like noisy ritual on Bygone mm-hmm. Street was drinking my beer, and we were just like, yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm sick different. of drinking my own <laughs> stuff. Like. No, I, I think that's true in a lot of industries. I mean, I, uh, I come from a publishing um, background, and so we tend to, I read for a living, I don't want to read when I get home. I don't want to do <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. that involves words when I get home because it's just, I feel like I'm working. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even want to watch like complicated TV shows. You just want to say, <laughs> all right, um, give me something that I don't have to think about. But yep, that's right. It's the mystical world. Yeah, although I'm brewing on a Sunday today, so. <laughs> well, good point. <laughs> and d- I- I've not seen this around town. Will we see this around town? Yeah, so we the first because year or so we just were gypsy brewing, like mm. wherever we could go and working, still working in other jobs and um, slowly getting it out there. But and now we're getting, um, we've got a few like really good stores and followers that have stocked us since day one and continue to stock us. Um, but we haven't really pushed it yet. So now we're really getting things moving and we'll try and get the bar open more regularly and. Um, all the pubs around here are stocking us. And That's awesome. Are you doing bottles or are you bottles keg, is, kegs Yeah, we're doing well. bottles and right. kegs. Yeah. yeah, Try and do mostly kegs because it's less right. work for me. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a little yeah. hand labeler, hand filling system. So. Yeah, because I was about to say, I didn't see an automated bottling facility <laughs> no, when I was in no. here. So, yeah. We just love spending all day to make one pallet of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But, so, what is your. I mean, we were. Um, well, a few of us were at uh, Cowan Sellers yesterday for their first birthday yes. party, where it seemed like everyone who was ever in the beer industry or is in the beer industry was like passing through at some point, mm-hmm. and everyone seemed to have the you know nobody was drinking their own beer. Obviously, when you, when you go out, what do you drink? Ah, oh, um, I'm I'm really picky. I'm the annoying person that comes to the bar and bar people just hate me sometimes like the local pub they'll just go you know and they'll go what do you feel like and I'm like no no just give me a minute everyone else has already got their drinks and I'm like oh. I don't like to drink anything twice that I've had yeah. like you know yeah. you do yeah. have we, we you guys that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you walk in you're just totally disappointed you're like oh. if I walk yeah. in and it's sake. like certain big companies mm. own the bar I might turn around and walk out and go no yeah. I don't really bother it's like it's like eating like carrot cake for dessert mm. kind of yeah. like it's not worth the calories so I'm just yeah. not going to bother <laughs> um, so I yeah I tend to go for um, the most interesting mm. I, I actually what I tend to do is go up and go I'll have that one because that looks really interesting like something sour like sour stuff or dark or a few different crazy ingredients and then after I've already bought it and realised that I've 
tapped my card and paid thirty dollars for a I realised it's like it's the fifteen percent. I've just got this really good knack of just going straight for the most the highest alcohol and Mm. buying that and halfway through it thinking, gee, that's Yeah, this was a well thought out plan. (laughs) So I mean, we always find that at um, Beer Deluxe where that you'll turn up and, you know, you can't see the prices for anything there. And so you'll go, oh, this looks really interesting. Um, and I think it was the other night, Ben uh, Ben was like, uh, I want that except for it's $18, so yeah. I'm not going to get that. So the bottle there, I was like, oh, what's, how much is that? Uh, I can't remember this, Miguel or whatever it was. And it's $18. It's like, oh, I'll go for the one on tap. And that's $8. Yeah, yeah, cool. And he's like, it's out. <laughs> Give me the eighty dollar one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be good and like you know save a little but, bit of money. Twisted my arm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is the perils of craft beer, I think. Um, well, that, that, I mean, that is the best thing about spending half the year in Europe. Beer is so much cheaper, like oh, over yeah. there compared to here. Like I was in, I was in Amsterdam last weekend. Just went to like the near the nearest bar that had awesome craft beer. Sat in there for the whole night. Like walked out, my bill was sixty euros, and I thought. Holy crap! That's how like I would, I would pay that for one beer here yeah. sometimes. Like you know, so yeah, it was awesome. So cheap. Was that Hop Temple? No, it wasn't. It was called Tsar. It's called Tsar. Yeah. yeah, just out in uh, sort of the, the sort of the east east end of the city. So, yeah. Yeah, I saw you popped into those places and I was yeah. like, man, but they were salvation when I was in Amsterdam. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone goes, oh yeah, cool. Let's hit up the coffee shops. And you're like, let's go into that craft beer bar. And you're like, oh, they have Bridge Road on tap. In Amsterdam. Yeah, what's, How what's going on? They doing this? <laughs> that's right. That's right. How Are did you this sure? get here? You were yeah. at a coffee shop. Yeah. And then... <laughs> 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 it was just hallucinating everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, do you actually mean Bridge Road from Victoria? Yeah, yeah, they had Victoria Pale, and it was the guy who ran the bar had come out and loved it, and so he got kegs shipped over. That's great. That is bizarre. <laughs> I mean, awesome. It's fuck, mm. but bizarre. Did you drink it? <laughs> I'd had it before. <laughs> yeah, couldn't do it. <laughs> um, so I think we should actually drink some of your beer. Like, officially drink it. And then you can rate it yourself. Okay. <laughs> And we are back, and we still have Annabelle with us, and we are, oh, we're going to drink some of her beers. So, the first one is, alright, I've picked up this dark beer, what have we got? Um, so, I think this is the Belgian Pale Ale. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't there when they ordered it, so I didn't actually know. Darker um, shade of pale, no, it was, it was, that was just a test to check whether you can identify your, your, your own beer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. pass. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that, that's the first Brunswick Beer Collective test, sort of. That's right. <laughs> um, had, it's, it's an obvious but stupid question. How do you feel about other people, like, drinking your beer and rating it? Um, I, I'm of the opinion that, like... I mean, beer's like everything. Not everyone's going to like your beer. Um, and, I, you know, I won't release a beer if I think it's got serious faults or something mm. wrong with it. And I don't mind if people don't like it. I don't read the, the untapped or any of those ratings. Because Henry goes we're, on there. We're about to do that. Yeah, well, it's all right. <laughs> Henry goes on there and reads all of them. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it. But um, I love going to beer tastings and running them because um, often... People will ask me, assume I'm a promo girl. Or like, oh, right. how long have you been a promo girl for? 
But the best thing about that fuck? is I'm like incognito. So they'll mm. tell me exactly what they think yes. of the beer. They'll like spit it out if they don't like it and say, this is terrible. And I'll go, okay, that's good Unfiltered to know. Unfiltered feedback. Yeah. 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 So you Sexism actually, you is get, alive and well. You honest, yeah. But you get honest feedback. So, you know, there's yep. look on the bright side. <laughs> it's definitely a bright side, but it really embarrasses me that it that is, still yeah. exists. Well, it, it was the best story I had was a guy that came up to Henry, who I know, and said... Um, after chatting to me, he said, oh, I've been really wanting to ask you for ages, what yeast do you use? And he just turns points to me and says, well, she tells me what yeast to use and I use it. <laughs> Bright red. And awesome. <laughs> so I guess the obvious question is, what do you think of this beer? What do I think of this beer? Um, so this is... What do I think? Do you, you've caught me on the spot here. Um... <laughs> I wanted to make, because um, I, I love wheat beer, so I kind of try and put wheat in everything, even sneak a little handful into everything, and I thought I've got to make something um, as a kind of easy drinking thing, and I wasn't going to make an Australian self pale ale, and I, I'm never going to make but, an IPA. They're a myth. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I like pale ales and mm. IPAs to go mm-hmm. and drink, like really fresh ones, but I'm not going to brew one. It's not my angle. Um, so I was like, oh, Belgian style pale ale. So it's nothing really like other style American style pale ales or anything like that. It's more um, ester yeast, ester driven and malty biscuit malt than it is hop driven. I will um, admit I have no idea what yeasts are or anything. Um, I know what yeast is, just not what an ester yeast is or something. Yeah, oh no, esters are just like the aromas that yeast produces. Oh. So like the banana or you might get in um, mm, a mm. wheat beer is an ester that creates that. So every time you saw ester, I think of the, what is it, the American... Um, uh, the nanny, oh, no, the, the mum's um, name or something. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> the, no visa, the visa waiver. Yeah, the visa waiver is called <laughs> Nesta. <laughs> and I, all I can think is, like, what, what is this? Nesta visa is <laughs> But. Um, yeah, no, I like it. It's, um, it's a kind of, for me, a nice, easy mm. drinking beer. There's not um, many Belgian pale ales mm. made in Australia or around. So I found one. I was looking when I made it. I was like, What's actually supposed to taste like? Because it was a long time since I was in Belgium, and I found a Belgian pale ale at um, Purvis Cellars and bought it, and tasted it. I'm like, yes, it tastes the same as Belgian. <laughs> it's the um, little victories. Yeah. But I use Mandarina Bavaria hops because I'm kind of obsessed with it for some reason in this, and that's not typical of your Belgian it's, pale. I mean, it is really cool, and I like the like the back end maltiness of the thing, which is. Uh, it reminds me a lot of if you've had Old Wives Ales' um, um, Blood Moon. has a really cool like aftertaste sort of thing. Yep. Um, but obviously it's a, it's, a, it's its own beast. Yep. But I guess we should ask what other, other people think about Other people. Right. Yeah. Um, Brace yourself. <laughs> well, I've got one here. Um, <laughs> ben, come close to the microphone, Dan, please. Dan B, which at Hard Rubbish. Uh, <clears throat> tasting bloody brilliant. Solid caramel malt with a spicy, a good spicy finish. Also getting some slight bubblegum notes. Mm. Oh, that, that, that was actually the um, first batch where yeah. we, because we keg and bottle condition, um, and I'll always do that. And eventually, I want to do like the German style where they stop the ferment early and you don't actually add mm-hmm. DME or sugar or whatever mm. you add to get that carbonation. Because I just think. Um, 
you know, you don't know what happens in the venues going from place to place and having the yeast still in the keg or the bottle keeps it tasting better mm, for longer. Mm. It'll, you know, the flavours will dull, but it won't mm. go off. Um, and I, when we made that one, yeah. it was like kind of summer and we were like, yeah, let's do our first keg condition. And then we were like, oh, we didn't think crap. We forgot that like... <laughs> Because we did a really cold ferment so we wouldn't mm. get the bubblegum and the banana. And then we put in these kegs and it was really hot. And I'm like, oh, it tastes really bubblegum because it had like that week at a hot temperature yeah. conditioning. I'm like, oh, I've done it. But well, Dan loved it. He gave it, a he gave it a five. He, he so. wouldn't like this, this version then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got Tox at Beer Deluxe in Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Really like the balance between Saison, tropical fruitness. Fruitiness, some ripe citrus and zestiness, just enough bitterness to balance it out, four out of five. Nice. Ooh. And then Anton A, um, nice drop. The bitterness balances out the fruity notes well. Cool. And that was a four out of five as well. Find, find so a really bad one. Well, this is not a bad one either. So really like the balance between the Saison, tro- um, tropical fruitness, some ripe c- citrus and zestiness. Just enough bitterness to balance it, balance it out. I think that's the one I just read. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Uh, uh, so yes, yeah, so we got Aussie beer lover who um, gave it two and a half out of five. So it's slightly wheaty and citrus hoppy, not super fresh but drinkable. Almost good stuff, mates. Wheaty. Yeah. This doesn't have any wheat in it. Yeah. So interesting. Mm. But I guess everyone sort of gets something slightly different. Well, things, well you know? some some people taste um, one of my beers. It was even the wit beer. Someone was like, "Oh, coffee it tastes like coffee," and I was like, "Okay, really? just look." That's the yeah. thing. It's like food as well, isn't yeah. it? Everyone mm. tastes something different. Yeah, because I wouldn't pull coffee from otherwise. that. Otherwise, like <laughs> it's obviously got that very good smoke to it well, from, from that batch. From that batch, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's all the comments. So there's not, most, okay. most people like rated, but not really commented. So, um, what do we think about this? And that includes you. <laughs> <laughs> um. I like it. I mean, yeah, no, it's very easy drinking. I think, yep. yeah, it's, it's nice to drink a style that you don't come across very often over here, so it's, it's sort of refreshing from that mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying because the, the only one other one I can think of is the White Rabbit, where you get a Belgian pale ale. Uh, uh, do they? Um, is that pale? Yeah. I thought it was a white. No, they did, they did a Belgian a pale one, as well, oh. the green label. Okay. So, yeah, but I, I'm really enjoying it. Can I? Yeah, I'm... I like the good maltiness to it and yeah, that hops to balance it out but it's not yeah, it's not essentially a baby IPA like a lot of the pale males that we're getting. I've never heard the term baby IPA, but I like it. But um what do you think? <laughs> um, How would you rate your own beer? It's a bit too fruity. Um and <laughs> You don't have to give it a negative rating. I'm, oh, I always do. I'm going always. I'll, I'll tell you if, you if you have time. I'll tell you a funny story about me rating my own beers in a minute. Go um, for it. But and yeah, but the hop's good. The hop character's good. I love the malt. Um, it needs a bit more carbonation. Um, but we had issues with our um, tap this morning. So yeah. one one tap is stealing all of the. Carbonation. Oh, okay. Um, so on Thursday we had the Melbourne Sour Beer Championships. Wait, wait, wait. Where where do the Melbourne Sour Beer Championships take place? Um, Los it... Hermanos. So, oh, generally. So, so, yeah, so, right. so we had, like, the best lunch that has ever been had at a beer competition before. Although <laughs> nice. really spicy, yeah. so probably killed the palate. And um, 
Henry organised it. He's a, obsessed with sour beers. And so I was judging with um, Brendan O'Sullivan and Adrian McNulty, Moondog and Three Ravens, yep. and Carl, can't pronounce his surname, from White Rabbit. So guys that knew mm. their sour stuff. And um, I was going to put a couple of beers in, and then I was just like, busy and didn't get around to it and Henry did it for me mm. and just didn't write anything that the beer actually was in the description <laughs> and so this beer comes out and I'm like I'm saying to him whispering to him like did you put my beer in like where's my beers they're not on the list and he goes no no they're on there so this beer comes out halfway through and everyone else was like yep gold medal this beer's the best of the day so far it's really good it's got like bit of Belgian character and <laughs> this kind of tang and it was uh, basically I made a whipped beer base and put sherry floor and chucked it in a mm. barrel just to see what would happen for 12 months and um <laughs> as you do of as course. you do and I yeah. was like no nah, this is crap no metal was like talked it down <laughs> so they were like okay we'll give it a silver then <laughs> and then it's like do you see what you just did and I'm reading the comments that I wrote to myself going no you need to do this and this so yeah. so you put down your own beer I did drove yeah. my own beer down makes sense <laughs> yeah, so out of I mean I, I really enjoy this beer I like the balance and it's something I haven't had in a long time but what do we give this out of five um, Annabelle, I'm going to start with you. Uh, three and a half. Ooh, you're... Uh, <laughs> I'm, so, a, I'm a mean marker. Yeah, well, we have what's called the Christoph scale here, which is based on the guy who isn't here, Paul, who rates beers that he would drink again as 3.5s, and that's his like scale, and thus everyone has adopted that since then. Mm. So 3.5 is good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah if you're going to put yourself down... Yeah. I'll give it 3.75, I think, you know, I, I, I quite like it. I'll definitely drink it again, yeah, no, it's, it's a good version of the style, so. Yeah, I'm on a 3.75 as well. I, I like the style, and it's, a, it's something that I don't get very often. Benjamin? I'm changing it up, and I'm going to give it a 3.75 as well, <laughs> so, and I'm, in, I'm really enjoying it. As you can tell, there's not too much left. No, I'm going to go 3.75 as well. I really enjoy this bit. Awesome. Um, and obviously that means based on law of, law of averages, I think. No, we use, uh, we use majority rules system okay. here. <laughs> um, Which is why your vote rarely counts, actually. Yeah, like, exactly, because yeah, I'm seldom majority. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's a 3.75. Beautiful. And we are back, and predictably, we're on to the second bit and before we get on to it so Annabelle you just you just got a scholarship yes um, and I'll admit I asked you this off air and now you have to repeat the same <laughs> story again I'll um use the quick version answer um yeah I was really lucky I um so Pink Boots Society which is a um society just for women who earn their income from brewing um it's, it's awesome. like a big yeah. network started by a lady in America um the American chapter, which is kind of they run everything worldwide, had a mm. scholarship that came out to go on a tour of Bavaria for 10 days, all expenses paid and um, kind of study tour. And so I applied really quickly one night. Um, it's kind of like we were about to like go out and Henry's like, come on, let's go. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm just <laughs> going to apply for this thing. He goes, oh, don't be stupid. And I'm like, yeah, only Americans will get it, but I'm just going to apply anyway. Um, and then I forgot about it and then at work few months later and jump started jumping up and down and got an email saying you got it and yeah it's 
I mean, it's really awesome. I mean, what I, I guess what what do you get out of it in the end, other than like, did, is there like a golden pink boot or is there? A, oh wow, yeah. You, well, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair question. So you actually get given. So what happens is, so you go on this trip and um, visit a lot of breweries in Bavaria, especially ones run by women. There's one that's the only nun brewer left around I think they chose me because I speak German and they just want someone who can translate for them or something <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. um, it's not true Pink Boots is listening I really appreciate it and it's going to be amazing hi Pink Boots <laughs> we'll, we'll tag you in it it'll yeah, be fine yeah. um, and so I um, you go on the tour and go to hop farms and all sorts of activities um, beer related and when you get back, um, Pink Boots have a thing which is great called Pay It Forward. So mm. you have to sh- pass on your education. Um, so either write an article, um, but that's an educational article, not just sort of mm-hmm. here's mm. some photos. Yeah, yeah, I went and drank some beer in Germany. Instagram. Why don't you look at my Instagram? Yeah, exactly. Like like a scholarly article in a um, well-renowned publication. Mm. Um, or you have to give a talk and film it to put on the website at your pink boots chapter meeting or a conference and you've got six months to do that or you have to pay back the trip whoa and once yeah okay uh, Okay, yeah you do it you um get a pair of pink steel cap boots oh shit that's (laughs) cool i didn't know it was gonna go down that road like a golden boot so yeah yeah yeah. i'm like well funny you say that (laughs) holy crap yeah She's cool. I'm, I'm doing it for the boots. Like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. mean, yeah. mean for the debris. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about the fucking nuns. It's all about yeah, the yeah, boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. So, we are drinking another one of your beers. And this is, I kept calling it apricot because I couldn't remember what it was. It's the apple saison. Yes. Um, um, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say, it's awesome. It's quite awesome. Thank you. So this is, um, I can't take full credit for this. This is an accidental collaboration brew. Um, there are so many um, weird statements in that one. Yeah. So a friend of ours who has a kind of beer label, um, a friend of Henry's, I should say, or a friend of mine too, but Henry's instigated it. <laughs> um, he was chatting to Henry and he brewed at another brewery like a collaborate mm. uh, contract brew and he was like oh my god I made this um, beer this saison and the kegs I've bought are leaking and it's a disaster and I've got this all the money I've bought these dodgy kegs and Henry's like don't worry about it and I'm like bring it to the brewery we'll put it in a barrel it's like that solves everything just put it in a barrel and so which it, it doesn't that's not mm. true but you know sometimes it does so he's like really I can do that and we're like yeah yeah bring it down he's like oh you guys are amazing brings this beer down and um so we start putting the saison kegs into the barrel and henry and i are not concentrating and then um he had some cider kegs i don't know if he meant to or not mm. but started putting them in the barrel and i'm like i don't think that's the saison <laughs> <laughs> wait a second and then tasted it and we're like actually this tastes pretty good when it's blended <laughs> like it's like so I was going to say it's very cidery. Yeah, yeah. the cider yeah, was definitely. really sweet and kind of one of those yeah. new, kind of like Swedish sweet reportedly mm-hmm. style mm. ciders. Um, and so it balanced quite well. And we were like, this was really good. We're going to do this again deliberately. Mm. Um, and we 
bottled this is the second round of kind of kegging and bottling so the first round was more saison driven had that farmhousey character and then we left it for a few months more and it got more of a kind of um tart mm. apple wine like style yeah nice um look i really like it already but what are other people saying about it? Nothing. Oh, what, really? Nothing. Yeah. yeah, there's, uh, there's three, three people. Checking. I, I feel yeah. like he, I feel like two of them. So. I don't think it's actually been released yet oh. anywhere other than in our... Yeah. In yeah. So, yeah, all the check-ins are in the last 24 hours. It's three and a half and four, so it's getting, uh, getting good babies. <laughs> <laughs> the group is like nothing. <laughs> I, I feel like you guys have been just, um, you know, you've been like waiting in the shadows, waiting to just, waiting for me to ask. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing our research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, no, nothing whatsoever. <laughs> well, I guess the obvious question is, what do you think about it? Um, I really like it. Um... Again, I think... Oh, I don't know, actually. I was going to say I think it could be a bit um, more carbonated, but I kind of like that it's got that kind of scrumpy style. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Low carbonation and... Yeah. Beerish. Yeah. But ciderish as well. Mm. And I'm, I don't like sweet cider stuff, so this is mm, this mm. is perfect. Now that the sun actually came out today, it's kind of good weather for it. Yeah, let's mm. not get used to that. It's no. Melbourne. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, I, I'm, I actually quite enjoy it with not as much carbonation. It's like the, the New England IPAs that are coming out, and people are saying, oh, they're not carbonated enough. But I think there's certain styles that don't need to be carbonated as much. And, yeah. like, for me, this is <laughs> one style that's um, yeah, going down quite well without it. And you can see through it as well, which is yeah. just yeah. Which is kind of normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, all getting, we're all getting used to those photos on Instagram with beers that you can't see through. The milkshake. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Yeah. The endless Nipa photos. Yeah. Correct. Will we ever see the end of Nipas? Ah, oh, we will. There'll no, be well, some other fad. fad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't know what's going to replace them. But then again, I didn't know Nipas existed before they existed. That's tend to be how things work. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll slowly fade due to what we were talking about. Guess last episode hmm. with the it's they last really like very short time so fresh IPAs it's yeah it's kind yeah. of a way of forcing people to make fresh IPAs that's true and I will oddly just talking about um, fresh so uh, one more thing on when I was in Brisbane the the one consistency was I kept seeing fixation everywhere like it, I f- I feel in like Brisbane. yeah like two of the bars I went to both had fixation. On tap. Yeah, well, I guess that is a square keg is a subsidiary of yeah. stone and wood, so that, yeah, the kind of base is up there. It, it was just really unexpected. It was sort of like you expected A and B and C, and then when you got to D, and it's like it's fixation. What the fuck? Especially when you see Tommy all all the time around here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what do, what do we think? What do we want to give this? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, it's really, really interesting. I really like it, and I mean, a saison's not one of my favourite styles, generally speaking. So I actually like that this is more balanced towards the, the cidery kind of end of the spectrum. Mm. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm giving it a four. I like it more than the previous one. Glad we left this one to last. Uh, I'm going to give it a three point seven five. It's like really tripping out my head because, like, I can <laughs> see that I can see that cider, but it's also got that farmhouse funk that I expect from a saison. But I'm really enjoying drinking it. It's, you know, I don't tend to go for cider because it's too sweet most of the time. 
No, I'm, I'm actually loving this one, so I'm giving it a, giving it a four. I'm going with four as well. I think it's worthy. Yeah, four for me as well. Right. Yeah. Good work. Thank you. So, on that note, uh, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective and we've been drinking at Himmelhund in uh, Brunswick. Brunswick West? We figured it was Brunswick. Yeah, yeah. Google says Brunswick. Exactly, Google knows exactly. that. <laughs> yep. um, so, one thing we should flag is that uh, next week will be our 100th episode. So, we're going to be uh, recording outside at the Ale House in East Brunswick. So, uh, from about 2pm, we'll have a lot of random guests coming along. So, if you happen to be in the neighbourhood, we'll be either at the back or in the side room. Um, so, say hello or just run and run as far away as you can. We don't mind which. So, we've been the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, we've been joined by Annabelle, who is the head brewer of Himmelhund. Uh, we've been joined by Ben Wilson. Hello. Carl Campbell. Afternoon. Uh, Jeff Chi. Catch you next week. And Chris Shorten. And we'll talk to you all soon.